1: Hello and welcome to the Junk Time alpha podcast around 18 2022. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain, and joining me is a man who is upset about all of this talk about Buddy Franklin's contract. It is
0: Adam rosenbachs G'day, Michael. G'day, Junk Timers. Yes, absolutely ridiculous. This chit chat that is going on about Buddy Franklin is coming to the end of a nine year, $10 million deal. And they're saying that the Swans have lowballed, buddy. They've gone low. They've only offered him like five to 600000 for his next year, which, you know, they say that they're happy to give him, but it's going to be rolling one-year contracts, you'd think, from here. And the talk is, coming from the, you know, out of, out of the Franklin household, is that he <laughs> may be prepared to either um, retire or go to a third club if the money's not right. Oh, but he could go to a second
1: club, Adam. A second club that he might have played with before. Oh, it's tantalising. It's a little bit tantalising. You think he might might come home for the last couple of years? He might head to his spiritual home, I think you'll find. Like, you know, where his heart is. You know, sure, he's run around with the Swans for nine years, but like, you know, Mm. he knows like where his true uh, uh, colours lie.
0: Oh, but I, ju- I just think it's a joke. Like, it's Buddy Franklin. We know he's one of the best players in the competition. Sydney Swan stop dragging your heels. Just put it on the table. Another nine-year contract. Oh. Right? That's what I want put in front of him. And because of cost of inflation and things have changed since he signed it in 2014, a $20 million contract. Okay. So they are on the hook. <laughs> and that means when you're coughing up, uh, what, Two and a bit million dollars a year. You're fucking playing Buddy when he's 45 <laughs> and his hamstrings are tight and his yep. back's sore and he hasn't done anything but his back's sore. It just hurts when you get out of bed. It's just for no reason your back's sore. is my back sore? I didn't do anything yesterday.
1: So you want to see a 45-year-old Buddy Franklin running around on the SDG?
0: Well, I mean, you see it on the weekends in the park footy and all those blokes look like they're in ripping, Nick. How good would it be with Buddy Franklin on a lead coming out of the goal square with a bit of a limp and a gut? Yep,
1: sure. One of the first players to have grey hair.
0: Yes, yes. How good would that be? I mean, I think it gives hope to older players yep. and then, you know, like you'd be, you're standing on the mark, right? Buddy's about to kick for goal and you can OK boomer him yep. while he's having a shot for goal. <laughs> How much would that get in your head? you be like, oh, fucking hell, I'm not that old, mate.
1: Sure, he runs around, at the they, that's they come out in the banner and they play the team song mm. and he complains immediately how loud it is. It should be turned out.
0: <laughs> exactly. He's, he's already he's complained to uh, the coaches about the traffic yep. on the way in. He was listening to Ray Hadley and he heard some shit that some of these young players aren't going to believe. Well, he'd
1: be listening to Ray Hadley or listening to Smooth FM. Like, it's either a choice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he kind of he uh, becomes a roommate with the old bloke behind the goals. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, because uh, Dustin Fletcher played till he was in his forties, did he? 40, not? Forty, I believe. Yeah. And, and did Boomer Harvey would have been? Must have been late thirties, close to forty by the time he retired. I mean, he played, you know, four hundred and okay, Boomer Harvey, four hundred thousand games. Looking him up right now.
1: Apologies, uh, Brent Harvey, nineteen seventy eight, finished in. Uh twenty sixteen,
0: so would have been uh thirty
1: eight. Yeah.
0: Okay. Hmm. Jeez, he did really well to squeeze out um the four hundred and thirty games in that time, didn't he? Yeah. He obviously wasn't injured very often, Boomer Harvey.
1: Yeah, I think that would help out. I think Michael Tucker was along the same lines. He was thirty seven, I think, when he finished. So f- Tucker also played like fucking two hundred games in the reserves, didn't he? So Fletch was forty when he finished.
0: Yeah, okay. <laughs> So the oldest, And I think, like, buddy, he's just out of the goal square, so he doesn't have to move, you know, roam around out the ground. He's in the goal square. He's going to be hard to play against. If you're a young backman, you're still going, all right, he's not that quick on the lead, but if they bomb it up to him, he can still, you know, outmark you and then complain about the weather.
1: He's still tall. I mean, you know, the big men don't get any shorter at him in those final they minutes don't. of the quarter. Yeah,
0: we've <laughs> always said that.
1: But um, do you want to talk about the oldest player who ever played the game?
0: Oh, yes. Oh, I'm going to say... So this would have been pre-19... This would have been early 1900s. Am I in the, am in the, in the right ballpark? You I'm are. The, that's not his age, by the way.
1: You are. You're. Yeah, you're in the, in the right ballpark.
0: So I reckon there must have been a guy who would have been late 40s.
1: The oldest player to play the game was Harry Vivian Vic mm-hmm. Cumberland. Uh, known as Vic Cumberland. Uh, played for the VFL and the SANFL. Now, he played his final game for St Kilda uh, at the ripe old age of 43.
0: Is that all? That is really disappointing. You would
1: have thought... I would, actually would have thought they'd be somewhat a bit older, actually. 43 feels I would have thought in,
0: Yeah, I would have thought, too, in those like uh, post-World War One eras where basically the draft age was wiped out... And every team had no rookies on their list because they were, you know, left at Gallipoli.
1: Well, I think he might have actually uh, missed a bit of bit of time because he did go to World War One. So mm. he was the youngest son of Peregrine and Lillian Cumberland. Was born Peregrine. in Turak in Melbourne. Oh la dee da, mate! La la dee
0: da. Hey Vic, he would have been an officer in the in the Corps. Uh,
1: he then he played at Melbourne, uh, eighteen ninety eight. To 1901 And look Melbourne were flying back then You got it <laughs>
0: <laughs> During the ball war years They were They were dominant They were a dominant <laughs> team
1: I played at Melbourne Didn't They played 50 games From Melbourne in that time mm. He then Went to WA to play There is no record Of him playing Senior football there Okay Vic What are you up to Well man?
0: that's because That's because WA is like Fucking light years away Back then Like they wouldn't have been like they, they. They just would have. He would have been assumed dead. Well, actually,
1: I think. Well, it says he got cleared to WA, and then he didn't play again until 1903. So that was 1901. So I think he probably got to WA, like by like 1902.
0: Yeah, and turned and around. Turned
1: around, just like oh shit, I got an, I got a telegram from mum. I better go back. Dad's got <laughs> ill health.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we started playing See, for St but even See, but even back then, it was still a uh, shorter trip to Bali from WA than it was from Melbourne. So that's why a lot of the players enjoyed going over there.
1: Um, so we then went to played at St Kilda. He was a leading player there for the next two seasons. His presence was one of the factors that enabled St Kilda to rise from the bottom of the ladder mm. to narrowly miss finals in 1903. Okay, not quite. Yeah.
0: So what do you reckon? Narrowly missed finals. So they were what? Uh, they finished sixth out of seven teams. Like how, how 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 big were the finals back then? Fifth, Top four?
1: Fifth out of eight in nineteen oh three. Okay. Um, so let me think. University in Richmond came in in nineteen oh eight, if I remember correctly. Maybe nineteen ten. Um, and you don't need to fact check me because I'm all right. Uh <laughs>
0: Uh,
1: and then he went back to New Zealand Then he came back to St Kilda Then he went to
0: Sturt What's he on the run from? What's on? Vic's on the run There's a <laughs> What lot are you of up stuff. To, mate? It, you're dodgy, it, mate Yeah, why are you only Why are you only in for two years, mate? All of a sudden Teams aren't making the finals Vic, you know, money goes missing No, where's Vic gone? Don't know Also, Vic You know him by Vic But your
1: actual name's um, Har- Harold So, like, you know yeah. what, He got a couple identities going on, Vic, uh, Vic. Uh, yeah. He then He uh, then I'm trying to think if he went to World War I. uh, He played in the 1913 Grand Final. Um, St Kilda played in that one. People forget that. St Kilda played in the early Grand Final. And didn't win. And didn't win. Uh, And then I don't...
0: So do you reckon by the time they got to 1966, they're like, we're fucking due now. I mean, 1913 was a fucking long time ago. Like, come on, give us something... Got footy gods.
1: But I would've liked like an old timer who like played in nineteen thirteen to come into the rooms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> yeah. and then Vic I think he didn't go to World War One because he was mm. old, maybe. So Oh no, he enlisted in World War One in January nineteen sixteen yep. and he embarked for France in April. He was in the twenty ninth battalion and was Wait. wounded three times during fighting. Um and they went to the arc and that bloke got three weeks.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, he missed he missed with uh, like the concussion protocol for a couple of those weeks and <laughs> he went back out. They just bandaged his head back up and sent him back out.
1: Oh dude, Vic died in nineteen twenty seventeen. He was involved in an accident when he was riding his motorbike in Fentry Gully, Victoria, and hit a cow. He oh, God. died in that's, hospital several that's... months later. He hit a cow on his bike. Oh dude. And also the other at Ferntree Gully, like an outer suburb of Melbourne, like just has Mm. cows wandering around. They could take out, you know, legends of the game like Vic Cumberland.
0: Yeah, I think it was targeted. Um, But also back then, like Ferntree Gully would have been proper um, bushland. Yeah,
1: sure. And the cow also got four weeks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But also too that like, uh, and this this is quite sad, but we don't know him, so it doesn't matter. The fact that he died in hospital months later. So you just go... He's just lay there in hospital and they're like, I don't fucking know what else we can do. We've laid him down. For sure. And I've kind yeah. of poked him a few times, but he hasn't responded to
1: it. Yeah, and the doctor is like going like, I don't know, like leeches. Like, try the leeches again. Like, <laughs> what kind of medical <laughs> yeah, care are you getting back
0: then? Have we done much bloodletting? Have we let out enough blood? <laughs> <laughs> uh, dude. Hey,
1: Adam, you know what I have coming up?
0: Mm. It's the Junk Time Live show.
1: Junk Time Live show coming up on Sunday, August 28th at the European Beer Cafe. Tickets can be found at Try Booking. Oh, we're going to have spectacular guests. We're going to have spectacular guests, as we always do, don't we, Adam?
0: Yes, it's going to be fantastic. We've already started putting feelers out, so hopefully within the next week or two, we can start uh, hitting you with some of those names. Mm -hmm. But You've got five weeks to get yourselves tickets, Junk Timers. We've never, ever, ever, ever ever let you down except that one time when we had to cancel because i was in hospital but apart from that Mm. it has been so much fun and they're great they're great afternoons and you get to last time jonathan brown hung around and people got to you know just listen to brownie tell stories after the show it was fucking amazing
1: yeah yeah um yeah i'm trying to think when the last time i think it was 2019 we did biwack show because there were two lockdowns in, in well lockdown periods in that time so um so, yeah, it's uh, going to be classic. I'm trying to think who we had on that 2019 show. Was that was that Daisy and Rocket Eid?
0: No, I reckon that was Brad Scott.
1: No, that was this year. So, I think we had Andy Lee, we had Daisy and Rocket. Would that be right? Was that that one? I think I think that was 2019.
0: Yeah, okay. It went I off. Forgot. Yeah, uh, they always do. So, Brad Scott was the start of this year, was it? Yeah, yeah.
1: That was during Comedy Festival.
0: God, I've blacked out. Oh, no, the
1: time flies, mate. The time flies. Yeah.
0: Oh. yeah. Anyway,
1: we're going to be doing a live show. T- uh, head to try booking, type in junk time, bye week, live show, whatever you want to do, and uh, you can grab your tickets there. Uh, a little bit
0: of stuff going on in North Melbourne, mate. I mean, how? tell me how you get that dead cat bounce. Like, every time there's a coach that's sacked... And the new coach comes in. It's almost like if you are a team and your coach gets sacked and you don't win, there is something inherently wrong with that fucking side. Because it's almost like unbelievably, ridiculously, against all odds, inevitable that the team wins. North beating Richmond on the weekend. I mean, Richmond kicked themselves out of it. 11-22. Yeah, dude. Terrible kicking. Jack Rewalt was uh, 2-6, I think. So he kicked 6-2, game's over. But you just go, how did the Tigers do it? I mean, I know... They hate that fucking long distance, that extra train station, two train <laughs> stations away at Marvel Stadium. It's it's a, you know, they, they, but I reckon it must get in their heads because if, Damien, if um, Damien Hardwick is putting it on the table, he goes, oh, we don't, we don't like Marvel. It's like, well, already you're up against it. You're like, oh, we don't like being here.
1: I totally forgotten about that. That was last year, wasn't it? That you were saying he didn't like playing at Marvel? That'd be correct, or the year before? Uh,
0: I reckon maybe... 2019, just because there were people there because of COVID, yeah, yeah.
1: What do you think the problem is with Marvel? Like, why don't they like Marvel? And also, I like the idea that the Richmond team is traveling by train to the ground, that would actually be quite fun, yeah, yeah. If you got on the train and like they're all there,
0: but but he even said, like, uh, you know, the players don't like it here, we don't like it here, and the fans don't like it here. It is literally, if you don't know Melbourne, it is two stops. Mm. From Richmond station. Like it is so fucking close. Get a fucking e scooter if you want to get down there. It's not that far. Walk.
1: No, but dude, if you go from Southern Cross to Jollymont, it's one stop. It's literally three minutes. Like, I don't know I don't know if you're taking the sophisticated routes that I take. But uh mm. if you go from Southern Cross to Jollymont, it's literally one stop and then you stand you're literally right at the front of the members pretty much within three minutes. Now I mean, look I don't want to get I mean, into it. <laughs> I
0: don't want to get into a um, a train uh, off station based. Yeah, train off. But how are you not stopping at Flinders Street?
1: No, no, mate. You can go like if I must be going like, I think that's on the the line that kind of goes out of town, and so you have probably already done the loop. I'm going to imagine, so you're not going through Flinders. I
0: oh, I don't see how that happens. We need <laughs> a we need a train expert. Oh, I can't believe that that would. Well, if it does happen, Richmond have even less of an excuse. But I don't quite get why they don't like it. But also, did
1: you get to watch the last quarter of that game? Like, it was pretty, pretty awesome. And also awesome for North fans and awesome to see them have a win and, you know, and against, like, you know, a decent rival too.
0: Yeah, uh, quality opposition. Yeah. It was a great win. And and also, too, the fact that, you know, when Richmond came back, you kind of thought, yep, this is the way it's going to go. Yep. You know, North honourable but uh, going to fall away. But Richmond got in front and North pegged them back a couple of times. So it was a, a, a good win.
1: And that final goal is actually, like, a great ad for why Ruckman are important.
0: Yes. It was it was great. And how great was Cam Zerha? Kicking mm. six. I mean, he played a fucking good game. Mm. So and that's the end of our analysis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> We're
1: not going to analyse the game, guys. <laughs> mm. um, but uh, there was uh, a photo of Barks on a morning walk, I imagine, with Ben mm. Mafio. And so... Bucks did say, I think, on Best on Ground, I think, that he did say, you know, what do you want to do next year? And he shut him down saying, I don't want to coach.
0: Well, because, yeah, apparently he and Ben and Mafia were mates. So he said, I was just going, okay, you might be mates, but also you know that if you go and catch up with him physically, there are going to be photographs of it. You can ring your mate and go, hey, how are you travelling? I see it's been a shit week. Mate, I probably won't come and see you just because of the... Furore that's going to kick up, or not even if just the speculation. But Bucks has gone, fucking hell, mate. No one's put me in the mix for as being a coach. I'll go and visit the one man that they are going to say has asked me to coach North Melbourne.
1: Well, they've, they've been mates for a while, but they talked about, Bucks talked about they have a bit of a kind of a, uh, if I remember correctly, Bucks talked about they have a bit of a, a leadership kind of chat, like a kind of a catch-up on professional life. And so yep. they kind of match up and, you know, say, how is your... How was your week? And he's like, "Well, I'm a CEO of a football club. Um, you, you know, say a few comments on <laughs> footy show, yeah." But, but it's like, um, uh, but I, I kind of wonder, like, uh, do you think Bucks has been a bit left out of this coaching talk by the fact that you no know, no they're talking about Ross Lyon, they're all talking about Clarko, but
0: Bucks hasn't really been brought into the chat. I reckon because, um, I, like, I've heard of kind of you do hear those two first so you always always hear Clark, you always hear that but i reckon because he's kind of pretty solidly put it out there that he's very happy in the media so yep. he's just gone I, I don't want it and people just i think they've stopped writing about him because he's kind of shut it down
1: yeah sure sure but
0: if i was him i would just um you know waste people's time i would say i'm absolutely interested and then they go in there and they say can you present to the board and then you go in there and you present the most rubbish presentation you've ever seen. Yep. Sure. Like you just go, I want them to move from eighteenth on the ladder, and then you move them up the ladder physically. Yeah. I want to be top four, and they go, "How are you going to do that?" And you go, "I don't know, winning."
1: Sure. Well, um, I want Buddy Buddy Franklin on a ten year deal. Uh, yeah. Because I heard a podcast this week, and they had some good ideas. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny, like I uh, I do wonder, like about North the coaching job, like. I find it difficult to f- believe that they'd go with a fresh coach. I feel like they need to go with someone who's already done it. But
0: Yeah, but the, thi- the thing that in- intrigues me is, you know, they kept saying that uh, David Noble was too hard on the players. He went ballistic after that 108-point loss against Brisbane. Yeah. He had to apologise. And then in the next breath they go... We should get Ross Lyon in. I reckon he's what the players need. It's like they had a fucking disciplinarian in. Mm. They couldn't handle it. Ross Lyon. Yeah, sure. He's gonna leave people like mentally broken. Well, and they, that's
1: just in the application. Do they rewind and get a coach that we know we have footage of being very calm and collected and also took mm. north to a couple of flags? Do they go back to like a Ron Barrassi type? And it's like, Ron, you've got the got the blue and white mm. running through your veins yeah. already. You know, <laughs> you took us to the, the Glory Land twice already. Took us like the first two finals, yeah. Um yeah. and so, you know, do you turn around to Ron and say, hey mate, this this job's for you?
0: I don't look, I don't mind it. I, I think you know, because everyone says that we're ages in this competition mm. because the, the coaches are quite young, so it would be out of the box to get an eighty plus year old <laughs> sitting up there. <laughs> Just you know, talking about you know you got to drop kick it into the forward line, fellas. What are you doing? You know, just little things like that.
1: I think one benefit would be like when they have the phone in the coaches' box. Like it actually mm. works for an eighty-year-old. Like it doesn't work for yes. the younger players or the younger coaches. But, Like you know, be yeah. able to pick up a receiver. Like if anyone's going to have a, yeah. if, any, if anyone's going to have a landline, it's going to be Ron Barassi. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, he's going to know what's going on. <laughs> and you know, he could give some old-fashioned. Sp- and you, oh, you know, oh, what bring if he came the yeah, bring back the flares. He comes downstairs, you know, he's smoking a dart on a <laughs> quarter time break while he's giving him a spray. You know, just bring let's let's you know, they always love nostalgia. Everyone loves, you know, retro rounds, so let's let's do it with the coach. Yeah, sure, retro coach. Mm.
1: Hey, uh, you went to the baggers on Saturday night, mate. It I was did. Uh, it I was thought... the game where you kind of if you won it, people are thinking Carlton, the Baggers, oh, was... real and deal.
0: Yeah. But can I just say, and I don't think I'm going too early on this, but this is – it's Geelong's flag, nah, really. Fuck. I mean, they are – mate, they are – everyone says that premierships are won and lost in July, mm-hmm. and they prove themselves. You know, they beat Melbourne last week. They beat, you know, Carlton, who were up-and-comers. Yeah. And they showed them what's what on Saturday night. And I've got to say, probably you'd think now, like three in a row for Geelong of premierships. Like, they – it's theirs. I don't even know why the rest of the team – you know, they're just make we're making up the numbers. That's what's happening. The other seven
1: finalists. Are you saying that uh, Geelong separated the men from the boys on Saturday night?
0: They, they did a bit. It was it was kind of embarrassing. <laughs> um, it was fucked, mate. Geelong were really good. They fucking pantsed us.
1: How are they still fucking good? How are they still fucking good after all these years?
0: Yeah, I mean they, they just you know how they have a player that plays like uh, half forward for a little bit and then half back for a bit and he's not that great and then they go. Oh, why don't we throw him in the midfield for a bit? Like Tom Atkins, right? Yeah, yeah. And then he's a fucking superstar in the middle. Yeah. And they're like, oh, now you're just, just creating another superstar, right? You're just creating someone, you know, we try it, and it fucking doesn't work. And then you go, no, 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 here's another guy who's really good. You've got Sam DeConing who's been in the twos for two years. You bring him in, yeah, yeah, he's fucking one of the best defenders in the game. Yeah, sure. No, why not? Why doesn't it work for Geelong? Good on you. Fuck them. Now, a little
1: birdie told me, mm. a little my mail, was that you weren't sitting in a normal seat at the home of football, the MCG? You in fact had yeah. a, uh, you went a little bit corporate on a Saturday. It was
0: a, it was a, it was a cushioned seat, if that's what you're getting at. A uh, cushioned seat. Um, and I wasn't, I wasn't behind the glass. Mm-hmm. Well, what, once we opened the glass yep. from our corporate box, we could hear what the peasants were yelling out. Uh huh. Um. So yes michael i hear what you're getting at. i was in a corporate box on saturday night but it wasn't it wasn't exactly what you're thinking like you know we had to put together our pulled pork rolls and coleslaw that they didn't come already made and i was like what is this what fucking what levels of peasantness is this um what uh company are you with in this side uh this was a thanks to fox footy i was in the box thanks to fox footy so our good friends over there who have helped us out on the show um and yeah, it was um, it was weird because not everyone in the box knew each other. So it was just like it was like being in the outer, because you know, sometimes when you go into a box, you kind of wait, know wait, everyone wait, wait, wait. Sorry, a... sorry. Um,
1: when you say outer, uh, what mm. do you mean by that at the MCG? Like,
0: <laughs> so outside the MCC? Oh, okay, Got There you. are people. Yeah, yeah, you sit in your seats and you don't know everyone around you.
1: Gotcha. And do they serve um, full-strength beer there or, and have wine in a nice little no. decanter?
0: I don't believe so. Is there a carvery at all?
1: So. Is uh, Guy Grossi doing a menu at lunch by any chance?
0: Do you, do you have a carvery? <laughs> um,
1: like if I wanted to go like certain rooms, like in the outer, do I still have to wear a suit to get into
0: the, that room? No, and the, the the library in the outer is not as extensive. <laughs> it's like all you can get is like a, a footy record. <laughs> yeah, a footy record that's been left on the on the ground by yep. a disgruntled supporter.
1: Um, yeah, cool, man. Yeah, so they were kind of like a mishmash of people.
0: Yes, so it was just like um, if you go in with a bunch of mates, then you're all talking to each other. Everyone's mm. hanging shit on each other. But mm. this was just like people I didn't know. They're all sitting there, and um, you know, just. No one was really Bantering with each other So it was just like Me and my mate We were just watching the footy No chit chat going on Yeah sure sure Getting free full strength beers And you know Pulled pork rolls obviously And and party pies at half time and, and scones And jam and cream Like everyone else Would have had Around the ground But Carlton lost mate It took the shine off It took the shine off Those free Asahi beers yeah, I sure, was sure, drinking Sure sure And that Delightful uh, South Australian Chardonnay that I had uh, with my party pies did and the salmon that we had before the game. But apart from that, it was just another regular day out of the footy.
1: Did you leave early? I did. Yeah,
0: yeah, I did. Even even the lure of free beer was just not enough to keep me watching that steaming pile of shit that Carlton served up. No, they weren't that the bad. Ground. That's how poor. I yes, they were. Yes, they were.
1: Okay. So let's paint a picture now. Let's make a call. Like, where do you think they finish in the 8th this year?
0: Uh, excellent question without notice. But I think, probably 8th, I reckon. Do you think? Because our, our last three games are um, Brisbane up there, Melbourne and Collingwood.
1: Okay, gotcha.
0: The real eight champions. And then we've got GWS in Adelaide in the next two weeks. So hopefully we can at least win one of those and maybe pinch another game, but I can't see it. So we, we potentially could go into the finals with three losses. Cause we do have a bit of, if a, we make finals,
1: we do a bit of a quagmire at the, um in the top eight. Like, I mean, you're two games off top, but yeah, I think the top four is far from settled and that's without looking at the next, you know, few rounds of yep. what these people are playing. But, um, I feel like the top eight might be uh,
0: I mean Bulldogs and Saints.
1: They're kind of a bit like Well see
0: Bulldogs have Bulldogs have Melbourne next, so that's a real tough one. Yeah. So they might they might eliminate themselves, but then St Kilda have the West Coast Eagles. Okay. So You'd think that they should probably win that And keep yep. themselves in the hunt Richmond yep. have Frio, So that is There's your eight point game For Frio to be able to stay in the eight Yeah sure And Richmond to kind of keep themselves You know about. So It's pretty tight You imagine that Eliminate you'd, I think you'd eliminate Port Adelaide And Gold Coast now I think they're done So yep. it's down to ten To fit into eight Yeah But Goldie have actually done a good job this year I reckon they have, but fucking hell, I saw that game yesterday at the pub and they were awful against Essendon. Like, I think they should have unsigned Stuart Jew for a week and then made him try and get the job back again. Well, they
1: kind of do have matches where they kind of fall off the cliff. But they, yeah, I think they're on eight wins, am I right? Um, and, you know. Yes, they are. Definitely not being a disgrace this year. So, you know, which is like not a strong compliment, but like it's yeah. like they've they've been fine, you know.
0: Yeah, their good wins have been really good, but then when they lose, you're just a bit like, oh, I wasn't expecting that one.
1: Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, we're going to wrap it up shortly, but uh, don't forget our live show at trybooking.com. Check out Junk Time AFL podcast at uh, the Bye week show. But can we talk about a little disturbing bit of information we got coming out of Adelaide Oval?
0: Yes. Yes, well, I think we do need to talk
1: about this. This is a tweet we got forwarded. So it's from a disgruntled uh, fan who went to Adelaide Oval and said it is disgraceful
0: to the adelaide oval he he, um wrote the tweet to them
1: yeah it's disgraceful you no longer sell chicken salt to put on your chips liquid salt and vinegar mix doesn't cut it not even plain salt lift your game
0: absolutely lift your fucking game now firstly what do you mean you no longer sell Chicken salt. It should just be salt. When when you when 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 are we paying for salt? Yeah. What what sort of society has this become that you're paying for salt? I think it's a human right. Like everybody, yeah. every
1: every man, woman, and child deserves chicken salt for free.
0: Absolutely. Start,
1: yeah. That's why I I take it from the supermarket. I'm like I walk yeah. by security <laughs> and they're like, "What are you doing, sir?" And I'm like, ah, "It's my it's check the constitution, mate. It's in there, Yeah, mate.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right next to so can't get vaccinated." Can't force me to get vaccinated, must have free salt.
1: So they have liquid salt and vinegar. So uh, 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 would this be a COVID thing that they don't want people kind of hanging onto different containers? But either way, I'm outraged. The, the, the home well, of chicken they, salt, it, you had a sign behind the goals for years saying chicken yeah, salt, yeah. Matani chicken yeah. salt, and no longer sold at, at Adelaide Oval.
0: And I like that uh, The Adelaide Oval got back to this guy and they said, thanks for your feedback. If you want to discuss this further... Please DM us your contact details, and we'll get someone from our retail team to reach out for you. Yes, he wants to discuss it further, and we'll discuss it further on his behalf. I think this almost makes it to the point that Adelaide Oval should be banned from hosting any sporting event, and I'm talking football or cricket, until such a time it's rectified and not just... So they go, oh yeah, we're going to put it back in, and then it goes again. If it ever goes again, then you lose your uh, sporting arena status, full stop. So now games are going to have to be played at Norwood, Norwood Oval, or yep. Glenelg, or you know the Albert, secondary grounds. Yeah. Uh, yeah, until this is rectified. What the fuck do they think? Who do they think they are? What do they think they're God? Do they?
1: I like the idea though that clearly the Adelaide Oval's DMs are open to anyone. Mm. So if yeah. the junk time is out there. If you want to send a DM to Adelaide Oval about how you are outraged that they don't sell chicken salt at the, at the ground anymore, like we're not
0: encouraging it, but no. we're just saying their DMs are open. Yeah, it's just at the Adelaide Oval if you want to hit them up. And you know what? On behalf of uh, this person, maybe from the Junk Time account, we will ask the question as well. Why are you not lo- no longer selling chicken salts put on your chips? And then we'll see what the Adelaide Oval response is, and we'll fill you in next week.
1: And I like the idea a little bit too. Like, there's just like you know some intern who's like just checking the Adelaide Oval, you know, DMs every now and <laughs> then. But all of a sudden they're yeah. like 125, and they're going like, "Fuck, what's yeah. going on?
0: This is a bomb threat!" Well, Can we get? Can we start? Can we get chicken salt back to the Adelaide Oval? That's a
1: good point. Yeah, actually, we will not rest until the Adelaide Oval Twitter account announces mm-hmm. that they have chicken salt. Matani chicken salt, by the way. Back Absolutely at the Adelaide Oval, and what better place where you can you can eat chicken salt chips, and you can mm. and you can suck on back on a chicken salt beer. Isn't that heaven? Absolutely. While yeah. watching so the footy.
0: The, the thing is, this is the start of something. First, that they get. First, they came for the chicken salt, <laughs> and I said nothing. Then they took away the footbridge, and I said nothing. So it's just you got to. We've got to take a stand now because yeah. it just will start to. You know, bigger things just go away from the Adelaide Oval.
1: Yep. Okay, we're going to do that. We're going to DM them after we, uh, after we yep. uh, finish the pod. But uh, yeah, Junk timers. we got to bring Chicken Salt back at Adelaide Oval. We're going to hit the road. We are Junk time for Pod at Gmail, Twitter, Facebook, and the Gram. go hooks.
0: Come on, Blues.